Hello, everybody. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope that so far, all of the stuff that I've put out, you're getting something out of it. Um, You know, whether it helps you, whether it enlightens you, or whether you just like to listen to me ramble, whatever it is. Um, You know, as I've said before, these episodes are, or that my intention is to just like, you know, give you, give you just a little bit more insight on certain topics and, um, you know, make you think about things maybe in a different way. So this week's episode, today we're talking about signs that someone feels threatened by you. Now, I was always so oblivious to this because I think just naturally, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I want to think that, you know, like, it's almost like, so I like to stay, like, humble, right? Like, or, I mean, I try to be humble in the best way possible, right? Or, yeah, I try my best to be humble. And when you kind of realize that somebody might be threatened by you, I almost feel like it's a little bit of an, like, I feel like I am unnecessarily feeding my ego. But sometimes, you know, it's not that I'm this, like, all-star bitch. That's not what it is. It's just that people are just insecure, you know? And any let kind of, like, level of, like, Um, you know, any level of like improvement or excellence or, you know, just like overall striving to be better. Like people just, I don't know, they just don't, a lot of people feel threatened by that. And today's episode is going to be specific to um, just women and um a recent situation that I had with a boss of mine. So first of all, let's talk about insecurity within women because, you know, I think as women, for whatever reason, obviously social media has a big impact on it and, you know, the image of like the perfect woman and like the curves and the prettiness and like, you know, this image of like this perfect woman and a lot of the Instagram influencers and the models, they're all women. So I think as women constantly, like it's in our nature in this day and age to constantly compare ourselves to other women just because we're surrounded and bombarded with all of these you know, all of this social media image of, like, the perfect woman. So, you know, I want to start off with talking about how women can feel insecure in a, um, maybe, like, in a social setting. So I, you know, there's been times, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience, right? There's been times where I might feel threatened by another woman, but just digging deep throughout the years, I've realized that the only, 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 only reason that I feel threatened is because I was insecure. 
And the more that I worked on my own confidence and really dug deep within my own insecurities and kind of resolved those, I, you know, started to realize that, like, whenever I was in another social setting, maybe with other women, I didn't really feel that anymore. But, you know, some of the things that women can do in a social, you know, with other women is... Like, you know, another pretty girl walks in the room, maybe she's hot, she has a nice sense of style, whatever. If, like, you, the first thing that you do is just, like, stare her up and down, that's not cute. <laughs> like, avoid the up-down stare. Like, and if you do the up-down stare, give a compliment after. Like, don't let someone catch you staring someone up and down because that's just, it just gives off, like, a judgy vibe. Like, you're assessing them, like, you know, who is this bitch? And... Like, no one wants to feel that way. You know, also, if you automatically make your own judgment about this person and you don't try to go out of your way to get to know them, then, you know, that's another step that maybe there are some things that you need to work through. If you're naturally, like, a a confident, not a confident, but, like, a talkative social person, but, like, you don't want to talk to the pretty girl that's next to you, maybe you got to check yourself. Um, and, you know, avoiding and excluding other women from the conversation or whatever, that's also another sign that maybe someone might feel threatened by you or you might feel threatened by them. So that's just a few things that women do within our own social circle that kind of show whether you're like intimidated by someone or threatened by someone, but really what I wanted to focus on today was my own experience that I had at a job um, not too long ago, and I'm going to, not gonna mention the person's gender or the company or whatever, because obviously I don't want to give it away, but I really wanted to share this because I think, well, myself, and I'm sure many other people are oblivious to this and don't really know how to tell whether someone is threatened by you but oftentimes especially in this case like there was literally nothing I could do because there was nothing I could do at this job to improve my situation and when I realized that after really trying so hard to like make it work and this person still treated me the same like just did the same things I was just like you know what like Obviously, I'm not the problem here. This person's a problem. So, you know, let's get into it. Um, so uh, with this job, I was diving into a different world as far as like stuff that I wasn't really used to, like professionally wise, experience wise. I didn't really... Um, have experience in this field so I knew going in that I had a lot to learn and I just asked a lot of questions and you know everything was going great at the beginning like I would get a lot of compliments and this person would um just compliment me a lot and tell me I was doing a good job tell me I was killing it like constant reinforcement constant positive reinforcement that told me like okay I'm doing I know I'm doing a good job so kind of out of nowhere like you know I'm a few months into the job and kind of kind of out of nowhere I see this like shift in this person 
where I started seeing just a bunch of signs that I'm going to go into that kind of showed me that they were starting to feel like threatened by me. So, you know, with like no specific reason either, you know, like I knew I was doing good in the beginning and it's like, how did I go from like doing really well to like doing really shitty? I was the same person. I was trying just as hard, but for whatever reason, like my boss started to change with me. So the first way or sign number one that I could tell that my boss was threatened by me was that they would constantly criticize me. And you know, don't get this wrong, like, I'm a huge proponent of constructive criticism, and I think it has its place, but when you're overly criticizing someone down to, like, how they do things, that's, that's micromanaging, and it was, like, criticizing, like, my every move, you know, like, and criticizing, like, stupid shit, where it's, like, bro, like, you know, we're both doing the same, we're both getting the same answer. I'm just doing it one way and you're just doing a different way, you know? And it was like, just even just criticizing me down to like my process. So, you know, that was really annoying, but you know, whatever. I was like ignoring it. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to make it the best, like make the best of it because you know, at the end of the day, like when you train someone, you train them so that they could end up like not really needing you so much anymore so that's what I started I really started to like go into my role of like not really needing my boss that much and I don't know for whatever reason that just didn't that didn't sit well with them you know they wanted to be the one that had every last say you know and it's just like that's micromanaging so and I'm not about that Um, Number two, they withhold information. So towards the beginning of the job, like I said before, everything was going great. Everything was going smooth. It was literally rainbows and butterflies communicating so well. I knew of everything that was going on in our specific job, like the daily things. And, you know, I do think some of it, this person, my boss just got very busy, but there was some of it too, where I just knew that they were withholding stuff on purpose, like kind of keeping me in the dark of things. That way, like I couldn't really have an educated conversation with anybody else about what was going on in the job because I just didn't know. And like, they wanted to be the one that was like informed of everything and they never even told, like, let me know. So I was very in the dark on a lot of things and that didn't really let me do my job um, correctly. You know, they would also like have meetings like without me and like not tell me when previously like I was part of every single meeting. And then when they started keeping me out of meetings and like just keeping information from me, I'm just like, okay, like this is getting sus. Um, So that's the second telltale sign that someone's threatened by you. They withhold information. Number three, they shut down your ideas. And this was happening to me a lot because I would make any kind of suggestion and it was just like straight up no. Like, no, we're not doing that. No, whatever. Like, no, that's wrong. And when you're working for someone, you want to, you want to, like feel like you're important and feel like you're contributing to the team. And when somebody constantly like shuts you down, you don't feel like you're doing anything 
important. And I, you know, my ideas were always getting shut down and like literally nothing that I said, apparently like it never made any kind of sense. So, you know, that's number three. They constantly shut down your ideas. So, um, sign number four, they give you the least important tasks. So your boss may not realize this, but when they give you unimportant tasks, and again, they might not do this with, like they might not do this fully knowing what it is that they're doing, but giving you an unimportant tasks refuses um, or does not allow like upper management or anybody like important to recognize like, you know, your skills or your achievements. So, you know, once I get it, I was getting like, task like stupid things to do I was like okay like it was just a little like demeaning and don't get me wrong like I like sometimes the job needs to get done and you have to do things that you don't want to do to get it done and at this job now like I have to do things that is stupid but like it's shit that needs to get done but like when you're constantly doing stupid tasks that's like okay Clearly, like, you don't want me to be seen. You don't want me to show my skills. You just want to keep me in this, like, little spot that, you know, is limited to, like, just administrative type work. And, like, I knew I was so much more, like, capable. I was capable of so much more, but I wasn't given the opportunity to do so much more because of the tasks that I was given. And the moment that I tried to, like, ask for more responsibility – I was shut down because like literally verbatim it's like no the other stuff you did was wrong so you can't do this and it's just like bro like what the fuck am I even here for um so number four you get unimportant tasks number five they avoid meetings with you so along this process this journey whatever when things started things started getting a little weird I was getting frustrated because again like as the previous four points that I mentioned they were criticizing me withholding information shutting down my ideas um giving me stupid shit to do so you know there came a point where like my boss would get a little nasty too like on you know on text message or on email or teams but like never would pick up the phone to talk to me so in my mind, it's like, if you have the fucking balls to get nasty with me over writing, have the balls to sit down with me face to face. And the times that I would ask to have those sit down meetings face to face, they would always like just tread around the issue or tread around the meeting and like, oh, why do we need to meet? Or we already met or I don't need to speak to you about anything. And it's just like, dude, like, Let's just have a conversation face-to-face. We're both adults. This is like giving petty children shit. And let's have a conversation. And, you know, a lot of times they they beat or or they beat it, whatever, um, around the bush to meet with me. And the times that they, they, when they did end up agreeing to meet with me, it was like they obviously, like, gathered all of this, like, information to, like, point the finger at me. But, like that's not what my intention was and it's like I'm not going in this meeting with the intention of like attacking you I'm going in this meeting with the intention of hey like what can we do to work better clearly our communication isn't working like I'm here to help you whatever that was always the 
route I would try to go and I was always getting hit with the like yeah you 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 like you do this you do that I'm like this because you make me like this and it was just like a lot of like gaslighting during my meetings with um my boss but ultimately they just avoided meeting with me and was only they were only like nasty with me and you know yeah only like nasty with me over like writing and it's like no bitch I do not play that game like like I said before if you have the balls to be nasty with me in writing have the balls to speak to me face to face and I could tell like whenever we would have the meetings like this person would get a little shook like get a little like shaken up like almost like nervous and I'm just like bitch like I, I, I really wish you were this nervous when sending me that nasty text. But, like, here we are, so have the balls to face me. But anyways, they avoid meetings with you. And, um, you know, even if you come in with a good intention, like, there's really nothing you can do. They're just going to avoid meeting with you. Um, or at least prolong meeting with you, right? Um, so, you know, after the meetings, after all of this stuff that I really tried to, like, um, fix or, or trying to make it work, like, there was just a point where I was feeling very stagnant in my job. And when someone feels threatened by you, they take out, they strip you of so much responsibility that you end up just feeling like stagnant like there was a point where I didn't know what my my job role even was and I remember asking like what's my role like what are my responsibilities and this person literally said you do as I say (laughs) you don't give any opinions you don't you know I mean, it wasn't exactly like, you know, obviously this was a while ago, so I'm not going to remember exactly what this person said, but it was along the lines of, you don't give any opinions, you do as I say, and you are here, you are basically my assistant. Like, and at the end of the conversation, I was like, wow, I'm literally like a minion. Like, I'm not allowed to have a brain. I'm not allowed to have, I'm not allowed to critically think. I'm not allowed to take any responsibility I'm not allowed to grow in my career because I'm just being a minion and I just felt very stagnant especially after this person literally was like you are not allowed to have opinions (laughs) you are a minion that's what they basically said in other words so you know again once they strip you of so much responsibility you're like, what the fuck do I even do? Like, what is my job role? And that's when you start to feel stagnant because you literally don't have, like, any responsibility whatsoever. Um, so number six, you feel stagnant. Um, and number seven is they actively sabotage you, but they make it seem like your own failure. So there were a few instances in this job where my boss would be like, you know, let's just say in January, they're like, hey, do this, this, and this, this way. All right. I go and do such and such in that way. And, you know, a month later, they come back and they're like, why did you do that this way? Like, this was wrong. And I was literally like, so confused. Like, are you delusional? Do you have a short memory? Are you like trying to sabotage me? Because literally, 
we had spoken about this a month ago and you told me to do it exactly this way. And when I would explain it in that way, obviously not in exactly that way. I would try to like soften it a little bit. But when I explain like, hey, this is what we talked about a month ago and I've never done this before. Like I had never done this before and I'm doing things exactly like you're telling me to do. And they're still like, oh yeah, but it's your fault. You fucked up. It's like, well, like cut me a little slack, right? Because again, I've never done this before and I'm following instructions exactly like you're telling me and you have no, like there was no logical explanation to why things were wrong. You know, even when I would be like, oh, well, but I thought we talked about it this way and that's why I did it. There was like no logical explanation. There was just like, yeah, but that's wrong. It's like, okay, well, then kind of get a grip on what you're doing like before giving people instruction you know but it wasn't like I know now looking back it was more of like I mean it just seemed like intentional you know and I don't want like I like to give people the benefit of the doubt but it just seemed intentional like you're doing things on purpose to like make me fail you know and Um, so, you know, that's sign number seven. They sabotage you, but they make you seem, they make it seem like it's your own failure. Um, and then number eight, they use tactics to get you to quit your job. So towards the end, um, you know, somebody can't just fire you without having a good reason to do it. And my boss started like lying about me to the owner of the company to kind of like get him to sit me down and be like, you know, you either get your shit together or we'll we'll fire you and or we'll fire you. And, you know, no matter if I told him like, hey, like my boss was lying to you, it didn't matter. Like it honestly did not matter. Like I could have gathered all of the evidence And it didn't matter. At the end of the day, it was my word against my boss. And my boss had been there longer. And my boss was like my, you know, the owner of the company's like baby or whatever, like had been with him since basically the beginning. And there was nothing I could say or do to defend myself. And there was a point where like the lies got to a point where you know, there was a lie and then there was a sit down conversation of, hey, get your shit together and, or we're letting you go. And there came a point where my, my, the owner of the company was, they were literally like, you have two weeks to get along with your boss. And if you don't, then we'll fire you. Obviously so much more diplomatic, right? And the way he would phrase it was like, this is an industry where every, you know, people would be lucky to have you and, you know, you don't have to work here. Florida is an at-will state, whatever. And he was like dancing around the words of you either get your shit together with your boss or you're, we're letting you go. And like I said before, it's like, it was mind blowing to me that my boss was literally lying to the owner of the company. And even if I told him that it literally did not matter at all. So, you know, there was a point where it was like, I either get fired or I quit. 
And my ego, it would not let me get fired. And, like, even if I didn't have a job, I did not give a fuck. Like, I was not going to, I was going to quit. And I was not going to let them fire me. Because if they would have fired me, yes, I would have been able to collect unemployment. But they're go if for them to go, for the government to go back to them and be like, hey, this bitch wants to collect unemployment, like, at that point, I was like, you know what? I don't need shit from you. And I'd rather be struggling for three months than collect an unemployment check. Like, that honestly was my perspective. Like, I would so much rather struggle than receive the slightest bit of help from you or anyone within your company. And, you know, once I, once I quit, And this was like, honestly, this was just, at the end, this was just so hilarious to me. Because once I quit, my boss completely changed with me. And, you know, maybe like one, maybe like two or three months leading up to the point that I quit, like, it was just constant criticism, constant shutting me down, like, belittling me criticizing me disrespecting me in front of the entire office like there were times where I literally got yelled at in front of the entire office and I just that was so embarrassing and humiliating and it was just so hostile and the moment that I quit it was literally like 180 degrees change in my boss and I was so surprised like I was like can you make this any any less obvious it was like literally like I started working there from day one like the the environment was the same as like day one of me working there great communication whatever like we're all happy and it's like dude could you be like if you're happy that I'm quitting at least like mask it you know but don't make it so obvious and it was like literally the last two weeks that I was there I was I remember saying to my boss like this is what I needed a month ago and it was just so obvious that they were so happy that I was leaving and you know I don't regret it one bit I don't regret quitting one bit I don't regret leaving without having a job yeah I was struggling for a little bit fortunately my husband made enough to keep us both afloat but I you know my like I have so much like self-worth and I don't know if you want to call this self-worth or pride or my ego or whatever but like I have way too much self-worth for somebody to let me go like I'm gonna beat you to it (laughs) like I'm gonna break up with you before you break up with me you know like that's what I was doing here but um you know there is always something to learn from these situations so I did end up learning a lot from this boss. Like there are things that I apply now to my job that I did learn from this person and I thank them for that. I learned, you know, when I like, when I left, there was just so much like anger inside of me and I was like, if I see this person in person, I'm going to just fucking, my blood is going to boil. But, you know, you need these moments to practice forgiveness and practice like compassion or whatever you want to call it. But I'm grateful for this experience because as much as I wanted to punch them in the throat when I left, like now 
I'm practicing forgiveness and I'm practicing healing. And at the end of the day, if I hold on to all of this, I'm the one that's losing, right? Like they could hate me, but if I know in my heart that like I have nothing but pure like intentions for this person and I want nothing for the best, like that's true character. Like it's very easy to hold on to shit and hold a grudge. But it takes a much bigger person to actively work on forgiving and letting things go. And I'm sure I'm going to run into them again one day. But I hope that the day that I do run into them, I'm not feeling any type of anger or resentment or whatever. Because I've fully let go of what they did to me. But, um, you know... Yeah, there is, like I said before, there's lots of things to learn from these experiences. And, you know, some things that you can do if you're dealing with this is, like, one, if they constantly, if they're at the point where they're constantly criticizing you, just don't fight it back every single time. Yeah, if there's times that that it's extremely unfair, like, prepare your argument, but be as most diplomatic and respectful as you can. But choose your battles. Don't be on the defensive about literally everything because you're going to make your life a living hell. Sometimes it's better to just shut the fuck up, take it, and, you know, move on with your life. Like, what are you going to get out of constantly defending yourself? You're not going to get anything, and you're just going to make your life harder for yourself. Um, if you, if this happens, if this is happening to you, have a conversation with your boss. Sit down with your boss face-to-face. Hey, let's grab lunch. Let's grab a coffee. Like, I want to talk to you and explain to them what's going on. Obviously, don't come in on the attack mode. Don't say you. If you want somebody to be receptive, never say you do this, you do that. Maybe be like, hey, our communication isn't isn't on, you know, it's not exactly working. What is, is there anything I can do to fix this situation? Is there anything I can do to help you more? Because at the end of the day, I am here to help you. And when you frame it in that way, it kind of softens them a little bit. And the conversation always goes easier. Um, You know, but at the end of the day, if this is a person that just feels threatened, unless they take a deep dive within themselves, they're most likely never going to change. So either you deal with it or you get the fuck out of there. So, um, thanks for listening on my ramble on signs that someone feels threatened by you. If you're going through this, I am so sorry. I am here for you because I've been there. And if you want to reach out to me to talk about it, let's talk about it. Cause I would love to hear about your experience. But if you've never gone through this, then I hope you never have to go through this. And if you haven't gone through this, maybe this can help you like see the signs of your boss feeling threatened by you and you know you can recognize it from the beginning but anywho's uh thanks for listening and until next time